The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Let's go, baby. Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Wednesday, October 5th, 2022, season 18, episode number 44. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We are presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, we are today going to focus on the Los Angeles Rams, their offense versus the Cowboys defense. We'll spend quite a bit of time there. Brian's got a game for us in the third segment, so Round that should two. be lots of fun. Maybe we get to it today. We thought we'd get it to it yesterday, but these guys talk too much. So Nick we didn't wanted get to, to argue. <laughs> so we didn't get to it. But uh, but let's start first. Let's get some catch-ups on um, on some injuries and some stuff that Mike McCarthy had to talk about. Uh, let's let's start with Dak Prescott. What, what's he going to be doing this week? What's wrong? Nothing. I was going to start with Damone Clark. but go. Yeah, you know I, what? I guess you should start with the quarterback. You probably need to, but I will say this. Of all the names I got on this list, that's the one that has a star by it because yeah. Damone Clark, I think we all have been waiting to see him yeah. get out there. So, But yeah. let's start with Dak. Give me an update on Dak. What are we, what are we looking at there? You all right, Amber? This is just some, something flying around. It's trying to kill it. Uh. I don't like things flying around me. Yeah. I'll smash it. Oh, gosh. Okay. Proceed. All right. Give me an update on Dak. Where are we? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, just you came from, just meeting. came from. Brian, me. why don't you tell us? Don't what know what now. the coach said. Yeah, y'all getting to see now. Nick's now. He's a boss, so yeah. he actually has to go to meetings now. Yeah. He can't always just go to press conferences. Go the, ahead, Brian. Uh, with Dak, it, it was, he won't do that again. It was always going to be uh, that thing's not going to get near me now. No, I think it, it, it's dead. I think Ambar like <laughs> wounded it to where it's flying in circles. Uh, the the thing with Dak was always going to be about the healing of the wound, the rotation in the joint or the thumb, and then the grip strength. And from what I've heard, they've had a little bit of swelling. Dak is always going to work hard at this. Britt Brown's going to work hard at these. Guys are going to try and push and push and push. And I'm not saying it, you know, it, it's, it's the, it's, that's the reason. It's like they push so hard, and then all of a sudden some swelling reappears and things like that, and then it turns into you can't grip the ball correctly. And that's where this thing's at right now. It, if they can get the grip strength to be where it needs to be for him to hold the ball and be able to, to throw it, then he'll be out there practicing. And But, you know, the, the more that you watched last week, they were talking about, well, they're going to shoot for the Rams game, shoot for the Rams game. And I just was like watching him. You know, you never heard about him in practice today. He threw this and or he did this or he did that. You never heard that. It was – it was just him kind of watching things, you know, helping, being in support. And so you're like thinking, well, and I asked after the game on uh, Sunday, I said, where are we at with the quarterback? And I got the definite, hey, we're going to try and shoot this thing for Philadelphia. We're going to try. We're going to try and see if it works. So I know on my station, on 105.3, the fan, I, I, you know, I was like adamant about that. I was adamant about it on the postgame show that I didn't think he was going to play. And so until he gets that grip strength, then – once that happens, then we can start the clock on what game he could be back for. All right. He seemed to, McCarthy seemed to be getting a little annoyed with all the questions being asked to him about like the specifics of what are the things specifically yeah. that Dak is doing as far as his rehab. And he just, 
<laughs> it was pretty funny. But anyways, he he doesn't know all the details, doesn't want to get into it. He's basically at a good spot. The doctor visit went well. The stitching and everything, the healing has been looking very good. Uh, obviously, stitches, stitches are out already. But he just... Made it clear he's just he's he's good on his rehab and yeah. what he needs to be. Yeah, and and I don't you know he says he doesn't know all the details or whatever. Like, there's no way that's right. There like there's no way as a head coach that I mean it's okay not to say the details to the media because he's very annoyed by you can tell every week he's like he's always throwing shots how every, everybody's reporting different plays and stuff. He he hates how it's covered. You know he hates every Tuesday morning on the fan. Yeah. Uh, when Jerry gets there, Dr. Jerry goes yeah. and, and says that kind of stuff. He's not used to that. But you're not a coordinator. You're a walk-around coach. You know the details of your quarterback's thumb. If you don't, yeah, that's but it, a problem. I think, the, I think the difference is, and this is where the – Todd was the yeah. one that asked the question, Todd Archer, uh, friend of the show. He was, he was actually – the question he asked, and I don't know if – McCarthy didn't take it right or if Todd was actually asking this but the way it kind of came off was literally what are the exercises and rehab regimen that he's doing mm. to repair it and and McCarthy's kind of like well, I don't really know all the different exercises right. well, you know yeah. that's what he was more getting to I think and that's yeah. what I think he was a little bit annoyed by was like do you guys want me to tell you he's doing you know thumb wrestling and and I don't know what yeah you know so I think that was more of what it was well, and I don't know if it was what Todd was asking but I think it. that's the way he took it in my opinion. and he's not the only one Belichick the other day yeah. did that thing with Mac Jones and he <laughs> they, like he said day-to-day like 12 times yeah. and yeah. said what am I a doctor I'm like yeah <laughs> You probably in this, are. In this, in this role as a professional NFL coach, yeah, you kind of have to be. Well, And then the question was asked in a follow-up, though, well, okay, the people that are doctors, what are they telling you? Right. You know, and he's like, you know, it's day-to-day. It's you day-to-day, know? yeah. Well, see, that's the thing about it, too, is I, I think – I mean, I think you both have shed light on it the right way. And, and I – to me, it's – I think Mike really has – he's never had to do this. He's mm-hmm. never had to deal – and he's – what, you know, this season now, what, fourth season here with the team? Third. Third. Third season, third season, third season yeah. with the team. I'm trying to think now where we're at. 2020, 21, yeah. Year three. Yeah, okay, 20, so I started with 2020. So, so year three. Okay, he's never in Green Bay. Trust me, I spent five years of my life up there. They don't have an owner. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have somebody. They don't have a general manager. Ted Thompson was not coming out. And Teddy would tell you far less than what Mike McCarthy would even tell the Green Bay media. So Mike is – I think there's a level of frustration where Mike is like, I have to stand up here and, and answer these questions because what's happened is it, if you look at the timeline for Dak returning, it's kind of like the stock market. It's way up, it's way down, it's way up, it's way down, it's way up. No, it's flat now, and now it's up again. Now it's – I mean, he's having – that message, he's having to deal with the expectations of the general manager – you know, and what the general manager is selling the the hey, he's going to be back, he's going to be back, and Mike's never had to deal with that. You know, and that's when you work for the Dallas Cowboys, that's the voice you have to as a coach. You have to know that you're going to get questions because the general manager talks twice on our station, and we we're glad to have him, and he talks immediately after after a game. Yeah. So you have three opportunities in a week to try and pin Jerry on what's going to happen here, and. You know, so I think that's the thing that he might be getting yeah. really frustrated and, about. Yeah, you're right. After a game when Dak got hurt against the Bucks, Jerry comes right out yeah. and talks, and McCarthy hasn't even hit the hit the podium yet. Yeah. And and what he is saying 
is not the same. It's not. It's yeah. not the same thing. He's not as definitive about him being out yeah. for a while. And you know, all this started when they didn't put him on IR too. When they didn't yeah. put him on IR, it's like, well, you know, could same with Gallup. They didn't put him on IR right. because he did come back in the fourth right. game. Good point. And now, you know, but they didn't put Dak on IR, and there's different reasons for that. And it wasn't about just playing. It was about being around the team. Yeah, Nick's it's point's not, right. Coaches know exactly what's going on. With they know. Team. Yeah, yeah they definitely know. With they that. definitely know. And I, again, like I said, I, I don't know that he knows the detail. Like literally today, he's going to do this exercise and this exercise yeah, and this exercise. But he certainly, you're right. He knows the prognosis of his quarterback and what's going on with his quarterback. He may not always want to say yeah. that. And in some instances, he may not have to if he were on another team. Sure. In this team, he's yeah. got to always be aware of what did the owner say because that's an equally po- more powerful, I should say, not equally powerful, more powerful voice in your own building who talks regularly. you got to be aware of that. I wish, I wish Mike would have come out today and said, well, he's going to do the Fleming procedure. <laughs> right. And then they're going <laughs> to go in, And then they're going to go into Jones' rehabilitation system. And then they're going to – I mean, it would have been funny if he had just listed all – There's the, all these terms that, that everyone's that Googling. Nobody, he's got, he's exactly got, what it is. He's, yeah. got, he's got gamekeeper thumb, and now <laughs> yeah. and they're dealing with it in a way – you know. So. And everyone's in the press box. The press conference like, what's gamekeeper thumb? Yeah, that's actually a real answer. Gamekeeper? Gamekeeper thumb is a real injury and by the way real quick it's yeah. it's a scouting term it's a scouting injury because we, back in the day people used to when they collect birds mm-hmm. you know and you and you reach down to get the bird your thumb would jam into the ground and so it was like you would break your thumb or you would have an injury so they called it gamekeeper game being birds and you're gathering birds and these people would slam their thumbs into the ground and suffer injuries yeah and we now use it as a scouting there, term there's also one called <laughs> Xbox itis, yeah. Where you, and I think Derek has that. Derek has in your thumb, like messed yeah, up. It's, it's gone down quite a bit because I don't play as much as I used to. But it used to be like a huge yeah. bump blister that sat there. Yeah, wasn't even a blister. It was oh, just like it was a callus that came from the actual bone. Yeah, it was just kind of this big. And I was that was you know, I used to play a lot of things. <laughs> Don't play that That's why anymore. I stopped playing the guitar. I was gonna. I oh was yeah, learning to play the guitar. guitar. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this is painful, yeah. and I yeah. quit. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's jump back in. <laughs> let's let's get an update. Actually, talk about Damone Clark. Where are we with Damone Clark? He's back. He's Actually, back. he's never was never was never here. So I don't know if he's back because he's never practiced. Oh, he's been here. He's been here. His back's um, feeling better. Yeah, <laughs> neck and back. And yeah. um, he's you know fifth round pick that they that they drafted with hopes that he could you know be further along. And I think that was one of the issues. Um, you know, when, when he got hurt right after the Senior Bowl, the, the doctors and trainers have different opinions on right. on these guys and when they could come back. And so I think there's some teams that didn't want to draft off him. the board, off the board. Yeah, and they they got him in the fifth round. And I I don't think anyone really thought it would be this early in the season that he would be starting to practice. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing about it. Coming at it when you and that's my alma mater. So I watched him play. That the Cowboys stole one here and the yes. Cowboys the Cowboys have, have a great history of taking guys that are injured and saying okay we'll be patient because they do trust Jim Maurer they do trust Britt Brown they this kid right here you talk about a, a guy that I mean the last two years LSU struggled to be 500 after a national championship team he never quit. He never wavered. He played hard. He is a big guy. You you, you watch he's stand next stuck. to him physically as stand next to him and you're going, man, this guy. He's like that Micah Parsons kind of big body guy. Is he like Rolando McLean kind of big? Yeah, big. as a yes. linebacker. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, And you know, Brew Cox is a smaller, more cover. This guy can cover. This guy can rush. This guy can tackle. This guy is, takes on runs. 
It, this guy, if what he, doesn't he do? I, I'm just telling you, if he's I get if, what if he doesn't he, do, if he's not well, real quick, yeah. if he's not injured, or they the Cowboys were the ones that found the 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 problem with his back neck area. They if he doesn't, he's a maybe a late one, early two draft pick. He's yeah. that he was on a lot of boards. I never moved him off the board because I'm thinking somebody's going to take. I had him in the second round. I know yeah. on my board, and when he was taken by the Cowboys, I'm like. Here they go. They stole one. They did their homework on a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he didn't mess around. Yeah. That's what he doesn't do. <laughs> yeah. You know, D, Joe D. Camillus yeah. used to say, one of my favorite coaches of all time, used to call people some JFAs, some Johnny yeah. F around. Yeah. Just sitting over there. He doesn't do that. This guy is business approach. He, I mean, he he's come in from day one. And I think that's one of the reasons why he's already ready to play yeah. is because he is, or not ready to play. He's ready to practice. We'll see what happens. He starts practicing, but like his commitment to rehab and getting better has been here from day one. He's not one that's. You're not going to see a lot of our social media interviews and fun little. What you, what's your favorite him. color? I don't think that's going to be him. He, he he was here from the very first yeah. mini camp. You, you remember when oh, he yeah. was standing there going through the the drills as much as he could. I mean, taking the steps and all that. He has been mental reps from the day from day one, and like he he's here to play. And if he can contribute at all, this could be like you said, it could be a steal. Yeah. Wow, that's that gets me really excited because you talk about the the strength of this defense, and I think that maybe they are just kind of one or two tweaks. I don't even want to say players, but tweaks away from really kind of taking that step to where we're talking about a really, really extremely dominant defense, and he might be that piece, right? He yeah. might be I, that guy, linebacker, which linebacker is a position yeah. we talked about a little earlier this week that sometimes you get a little, like no, you this, have a little bit better play there. This you know? guy wants to be in every tackle. That's when you watched him play at LSU. He, I mean, he played on the defense ah. that that was struggling, and he. But every single play, you're like, that's him. That's him again. I, I, I remember last year, uh, Dave was. You know, we were talking about Arkansas LSU game, and I was like, he was like, you guys are gonna win, and I was like, I don't, I don't know. He's like, we're not very good this year, and I was like. Well, who's number 18? Because yeah. I've seen him play, yeah. and number 18 is, is a famous is, number at LSU. Yeah, 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 and he got the number. But, like, yeah. you know, we don't have any players that look like that. And, um, you know, I mean, that's just how good he is. He just he just pops out, and he's a linebacker. He's not just – I mean, he looks like a defensive end, though. Yeah, he is. Is he an off-the-ball guy, or, or is he going to do some – He can play off-the-ball. You could, do, you, could, you could play this guy anywhere. He's got that kind of I'm, – I'm not overselling this because he's an LSU guy. I'm just telling you, when you watch him play – he rushes. He attacks. He spies. I mean, they're, they're, Nick's talking about it. That you're making it sound like a mini Micah Parsons. I'll tell you what. No, this guy. Sorry. He's bigger though. Seriously, <laughs> right? Not mini. No, that's what I'm hearing the same thing, Amber. I'm kind of like, no, no. Y'all telling me I got another Micah. I'm, I'm telling you, this guy. <laughs> this doing? guy, legitimately, you know, when you start to talk about the best linebackers in the country. This was one of them. Mm-hmm. This guy was one of them, and people took him off the board because they were scared of his back and and that situation and. You know, I'm like, oh, when the Cowboys took him, I just remember sitting here in this in this exact spot and thinking, they stole another one. They stole a guy that people are just going to sleep on and, and because of an injury. And, uh, you know, good for them. I, I got him practice, but I promise you, when he gets the opportunity to play, you'll find out who that cat is. All right. Uh, real quick, we do need to hit one more name. Jake McQuaid, we find out yesterday. Has an injury. is yeah. gone for the season. How'd you guys not get me a look as a workout on the steep snapping thing? What? Oh, <laughs> you should have. I actually thought that was funny. You were talking about it on 105.3. Yeah. Fan, the, the fan is saying, I was like, 
That actually would have been a great bit if we could have run Brian I out there with, I the long, wore, with the long gray mane yeah. running out there. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, guys. Well, I'd, I'd have worn a GoPro, like a chess GoPro, you know, and done the workout. That kind of like what Eli awesome. Manning did. I would have done the same thing. Brian Anger said no to that, uh, even though they appreciated how you guys spell your names. He he heard about the story where you broke the, the holder's thumb or the, the, finger. Finger. To this day, my buddy Todd Tomlinson, who's in uh, is in South Carolina, He's got a hook. I go, if you're watching, he's got his little pinky as a hook. And I snapped a ball low to him in the Kentucky game, and it smashed his finger against the kicking block. Ouch. And he didn't want to get it fixed. He just kept – so to this day, he's got a little bit of hook because of me. With your name on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So – that's what but yeah, I would have. I would have worn the GoPro, gone out there. Kind of, I wouldn't have. You know, I just go out there. Hey, I'm ready. You know, worn the grays, gone out there, and yeah. tried to cover. You see me like chugging down. That would have been so funny. Yeah, <laughs> like, that would have been. That would have been good. Um, they got. I, I know that there's two guys. I don't, I don't know if the names have been out yet. And I don't even. I've studied they did them yet. Mention, yeah. Overton, I think, is one of them. Uh, they, they have two guys that are going to put on the practice squad. Basically. They're going to call them up on a game day elevation. So uh, they had to get Will Greer on the team. So McQuaid will go to IR. Greer. Explain why they had to do that. Greer, Greer, you only get three call ups for the practice squad. So he's been, this would be, he's already had three. There's no more elevations on game day for him. So, you know, they're they're trying to, he'll be on the team for however long until Dak comes back. And then I guess they can move him back down. At that point, they got to cut him to be able to get him back to the practice squad, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's now officially one of your 53. Yeah. Tucker Addington and Matt Overton are the two snappers that are now on your practice squad. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and we we've seen, you know, backup snappers and I was asked on the on the radio this morning is this going to be a problem and I'm like I, I was here in 2001, uh, it, it was, and, and and so I know that it John was John Congo, what was it? No, not him. It was the, we brought in Mike Solwald and yeah. Randy Chevrier. Randy Chevrier. One, one guy was Chevrier. driving a truck. Yeah. Like, and he was that was to, my area. I couldn't remember Chevrier. He was yeah. about to. He was about yeah. to take a big truckload to California. But yeah. like, you know, what? I mean, it was almost like the movie Major League when he was like, "Well, I got another guy on the line with yeah. some white walls. I mean, let me go manage the team." I mean, it was like that. And the snaps. I mean, I mean, he 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 basically had a bad snap in a game against Atlanta and broke yeah. the kicker's foot. Yeah. Because he tried to pick it up, and you know, so it was. Uh, it, it can was, go bad. It, it can. It can. It can go, go bad. bad. Well, you went kicker's all... foot. So they're playing the Falcons, I believe. Yeah. This was like 2001, and it was it what maybe it wasn't Chevrolet. It was Solwald had a terrible. I mean, this is yeah. like to win the game yeah. or late in the game, and it was like a 50 yard kick. Snap goes over his head. The kicker, who's like a also he was a teacher before the Cowboys called him <laughs> to be a teacher. Cedar. Cedar. Yes, he goes. Tim Cedar. He goes Cedar. to pick up the ball. He gets tackled. <laughs> yeah. Breaks his foot. He's out. So they replaced the snapper. Like that was your last snap. The kicker, he had to get a new kicker. Shockingly, this was not a good football season for the Cowboys. No, what do you? What do you? Once again, <laughs> look, I knew Brian was gonna be like, I, no, no, he's right not wrong. Me, he is right? not. He is not wrong. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I think every it was the day Falcons, I walk by it Nick, and I, go, he, I go, this guy knows. This guy knows what's going on here today. You know? It was, and it was that was your last snap. It was, bad. <laughs> yeah. you know, and and the same thing happened in two thousand and five. I mean, I think the LP story is one of my favorite stories yeah, of all is. time. I love it. LP, and just just because he was in California. Yeah. And we were there. 
I don't know. You might need him to come back. I was about to say, like, can we make Listen, a phone call? Like, what are we doing? Let me just tell you this. Let, call him, say we got cookies, no, no. and he'll yeah, Oh, yeah, he's eating a cookie. Up. There's no doubt he's eating a cookie. Or pushing and, somebody and, down. And, and, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Keep moving. Yeah, talking. Moving. Yeah. Um, All right through. But Keep I can going. tell you what's, what's going to happen. It's nice being with you guys on the radio. <laughs> this, is, this, is what would, this is what would happen. LP <laughs> LP drives into the parking lot. He's about to to walk in, and he's and there's security guards there, and he's like, hey, I'm, "Yeah, I'm here. I'm about to gonna fill in here for a few games." And Jason Witten's standing at the door as the new security guard. He's like, "No, no, you're not. You're not doing that. No, thank you. No, I got a big mural up here. You don't, because Jason Witten has the Cowboys record for 255 career games. Yeah, LP Lattisar has 253. Yeah, you think Witten's gonna let?" <laughs> <laughs> LP come in here, snap the ball three or four times, and break his record? No, not happening. He's got a mural. He's going to call Charlotte. He's like, no, nah, this ain't happening. He was one of I'm, our favorite guys. I'm kidding. I think to that. Uh, <laughs> You're not, I'm not kidding. He's like, I think. <laughs> but I'm thinking that Witten has that much power. I don't know if he does, but because uh, if so, he would have been a coach. But um, no, Damn. kidding, kidding. This is a show where Look, we're he just, just, he's just we're bringing just up all the old stuff. <laughs> What I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, he, he did get released. I mean, you know, okay. he got he got cut. But um, did you see him going up to Jerry's office? Yeah, I mean, no, no. I, <laughs> I think they're going. You know, it's not like. Yeah. I mean, they, they could have signed LP when they had him. You know, yeah. and he wanted to come back and play. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. They got the younger guys, and and you know, most of the time around the league, college, high school, most snaps are pretty good. You would think these guys are going to be pretty good. Expect, yeah. So. Hope I just here. I just hope it doesn't throw off what we got going right now at the kicker because there is a yeah there's oh, a no. rhythm to it yeah, right and and I'm a little bit concerned about that because the kicker's doing a really great job right now I don't yeah. need anything messing up his mojo. So hey, truth be told, McQuaid wasn't snapping well. He wasn't. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a question that there were people in the organization yeah. who were like maybe some of the problems that you're having at training camp. Might have yeah, been snapper, snapper yes. related. There, there I know are some people that there were say people that. walking up to me in the preseason, like, "Hey, listen, I know you guys are busting on these these kickers right now, but just watch the snaps and practice yeah. and tell me what you think." But uh, but this Matt Overton, he's a veteran. He was with. He's a ten year guy. You uh, know, he's been places. That's what I want. Seattle, Indy, Jacksonville. I mean, he he's he's you know, done it. Chargers. This guy's done it in games. Yeah. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll jump into the Rams' offense versus the Dallas defense. Uh, This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? 
Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Back to the break. If things are a little blurry when you see, clear it up with Essler lenses. Book an appointment at your local Essler experts. Find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essler. Welcome back. It is the second segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. This segment is brought to you by Blockchain.com. Let's jump right in. Los Angeles Rams offense versus Dallas defense. And I know I usually start with what do they do best, but I'm going <laughs> to alter that this week and say other than throwing to Cooper Cup, what do they do best offensively? Yeah, what you're going to get this week is I feel like the, it, with the protection problems and studying their games, studying their all 22, it was really more about the 49ers did a great job on the outside of covering. And, and, and I mean, covering is they couldn't get the ball quick enough to cup or they couldn't get the ball quick enough to Higby. They tried to get the ball to Robinson, and it just it hasn't worked out as well as they I think they've hoped. They struggle at the offensive tackle spot. They've been banged up inside. The thing that they, I think that they do the best is they're going to try and control Dallas's rush with how we saw. I went back and watched two games, the uh, this past game, and I went back and watched the Arizona game just because of their defense as well. You're going to see the wide receiver screens. You're going to see the screens mm-hmm. at the back. This quarterback is very comfortable, and when I talk about Matthew Stafford, of throwing – from any arm angle, mm-hmm. uh, he will throw around rushers when they go up. He'll, you know, he's got that little flick. He'll throw over the top. He is a really, really good deliverer of the ball when it comes to the screen packages. I have a feeling they're going to try and not only do they run the wide receiver screens, but they run the running back screens too. And they're not going to let Dallas tee off on this uh, on them with this uh, with their defensive line. So it's going to be ball down the field. You're absolutely right. It's Cooper Cup. Uh, you know, they're trying to get Robinson involved. They just can't. I mean, he just can't get – they can't get him going. But him and and Higby are the guys that the main people you have to stop. They're going to throw the ball to Henderson. They're going to throw the ball to Akers if they can. And it's probably going to be to control your rush through some screens. They did it in two games that I watched. It wasn't just, okay, we need to do something to keep San Francisco off us. They did it also against Arizona. So – Get ready for that to kind of control your rush. We know they are vulnerable at the offensive line. I think that's probably the area yes. of greatest vulnerability. My question for you is what part of that offensive line is most vulnerable that the Cowboys should be focused on trying to really exploit? Yeah, they uh, they have – There's. we'll see what happens with David Edwards, their guard they drafted uh, You know, in the fifth round in 2019. He's been banged up. They've been playing with a guy named Bobby Evans, who was a third-round pick uh, – uh, in in 2019, 
and they just haven't been very stable there. The center, Brian Allen's been nicked up as well. Note Boom is a kid that's interesting. I think a lot of it, when he gets in trouble, he's the left tackle, and he gets real tall. He, you know, he doesn't play with very good knee bend. And so what happens is people take him back and or they'll beat him with quickness. And he just hasn't been able to adjust because he's so tall and he just can't without a base, he can't move or slide. So that's a that's a big I, problem for them in that regard. And then this Rob Haverstein, yeah, he's, he, he's he's a veteran guy. And but I mean, he, he's kind of a. He's kind of a mauler, brawler guy. He's not really a great athlete. I think Tank will have some good rushes against him because Tank's really good of when a tackle throws hands, Tank is good on the slap and then get his get his left shoulder or his right shoulder underneath and then press that way. And Haverstein is not that – I don't think he's a great athlete because I say he's a mauler, brawler kind of guy. Their, their running game is – they're capable. They're capable of running the football. Mm-hmm. Cam Akers and Henderson, they can run the football. They just haven't had a lot of space in the games that I've – but there, there are some times where in that, uh, in that Arizona game where they got the ball on, out in the perimeter, and that's the kind of the things – that's now my new thing. Watch perimeter runs against teams that you play against. And if they have guys that are capable, uh, when they miss up perimeter runs, it's bunch formation, and then they get kind of muddled – and confused on who they're supposed to block. The receivers struggle with that a little bit on the edge, but they're capable team of doing it. I was just, I, I, I'm just feeling old. I remember Note Boom being in high school, covering him at Plano yeah. Senior High oh, here. Yeah. Right, TCU, right, right, I know he was a Plano guy. Plano yeah. guy, then yeah, went right. to TCU. Yeah, yeah. Plano and, senior. Yes, okay. and he's, uh, and he's, you know, he's made a good career for himself. But uh, you know, like you said, I mean, they, that that is their issue. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to. Figure out like, you know, how do the Rams win this game? Like, like, and, and they're favored to win. I know how yeah. they win. They, they with defense. No, I, I okay. think their running game is. It has not gotten off. They got some yeah. good running backs. And by the way, if you hadn't noticed, Cowboys are, are toward the bottom of the league when it comes to stopping the run. Somehow it hasn't reflected in points they're giving up because mm-hmm. at the top of the league it's in not allowing teams to score. But they have not been successful stopping the run this season. When you look across the the games that they've played and. This game looks to me like that kind of game. Well, that's how the part has, that bother, I guess that's a, more a question for you, Brian. But how to that point then? Because I was looking at the running game, what it's looked like. I'm like, okay, yes, they're good running backs, but it's not something that's taking off just yet. How has the opposing teams that they played? Do they have a good running yeah, defense? Yeah, when you know that's what I was saying. I was watching with Arizona, and then I was watching with uh, with San Francisco. San Francisco has got really good safety play, and they've got linebackers that can really, really run. And now, okay, that's your that's your trick right there. If you're the Cowboys, is you know when the Cowboys have looked bad defending the run, it's it's been a defensive end. And then it's been a linebacker not getting up, and it's not, and it's a corner playing wide, and it's also, you know, you watch some of these teams play like the 49ers. Their corners are coming up and making plays. They're, 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 you know, willing tacklers. I mean, even watching the, even watching guys, you know, like Ramsey play for them. When we get to their defense, Ramsey will force. Ramsey will come up and mm-hmm. make a tackle. You know, your corners tend to play, and I'm talking about Brown, too. I'm not just talking about, you know, they, they play Diggs. wide. Yeah, wide, you know, Brown and Diggs, they, they tend to stretch, and they get per, they get pushed, 
And what happens, that creates that seam or that space to if they get the corner. I mean, I think it's really it's been really, really hard on the, the Cowboys because they they're not just one guy gets blocked. You get an end gets blocked, you get a linebacker that's a step late, and you get a corner that plays wide, you're gonna give up some stuff off the edge. And I think the opponents that have that have faced the Rams, they don't play that way. You don't see now we'll see if if in fact that that you know there's times where with, with I think with curse being in I me personally, my adjustment for taking I put curse on the field and I take bar off the field is what I do. Because, I mean, Barr to me is he hasn't seen this. He, I mean, there'll be motion across or the jet motion, and then there'll be the handoff behind it. And you'll see him, you know, eyes on jet motion going this way, balls coming the other way. And you're going, no, 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 no. You've got to get over here. And then Van Der Esch has been like he's having to kind of make up for the defensive end getting hooked. And then all of a sudden there's not a forced player behind him. And I don't know if it's all on Van Der Esch either, but – they, when they when they play bad against the run, it's usually it starts at the end, and then the linebacker, and then the corner. That's usually what happens with them. And I'll throw this out to you, Amber, too. You talk about trying to get a comparative of, of kind of the Cowboys relative yeah. to the teams they play. Check out this for Washington. Washington last week put up 142 yards on the ground against Dallas. In their three previous games, they didn't get more than 88 yards on the ground. Yeah. They almost doubled or well, almost they had doubled. some chunk mm. runs. They're, yeah, too. they almost doubled what yeah. they'd been doing uh, previously when it came to what they did last week versus the Cowboys. That's the first thing that loaded to me. And then when you look at the Cowboys numbers, they've given up 152, 167, 142. Like you look at what they're giving up on the ground. Typically, that's a recipe yeah. for disaster on mm-hmm. a defense. We, for some reason, it has not well, been are, for them. But I mean, it's still a small sample size. But are we sure these aren't hollow numbers? Because. Well, I mean, the, the, they're, they're not scoring. They're not scoring right. anything. Yeah. Yeah. By, by the way, yeah. The, the, the scheme is don't give up anything big and also get after their ass. And so yeah. what happens is is the outside edges and some of the, the lanes to run the ball. But when they get inside the 20, I mean, Barkley broke off a 35-yarder because he's a really good player yep. and scored. But when they get inside the 20, though, things are shifting down. Yeah. They're, 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 you know, they're squeezing them out, and they're getting field goals. And so, you know, I mean – Yes, those numbers are, are usually when you run like that, you're going to have a, su- a success. But I, I don't know. I think Dan Quinn, it's, it's almost like the, these are trap. Can, can the Cowboys play against a team that doesn't get penalties? That's the key. Yeah, right. And if you're going to play that style of football, which is we're going to run the ball, yeah. we're going to take these long drives. Because we've seen teams do that all season yeah. to the Cowboys. They'll have them on these long drives. The problem is most teams can't successfully not have the penalty that yeah. kills the drive. Yeah, because somebody, right? somebody's athletic on the defensive line and gets held. Right. Yeah. So now instead of – like the other day, it, uh, you know, they had a uh, – they had a 13-yard run in the game, and then it gets a holding call, brings it back. And mm-hmm. then what happens? Sack, punt. You know, that, I mean, yeah. that's the kind of thing. You know, if, if teams are able to stay ahead of the chains against mm-hmm. the Cowboys' defense, and, and and actually Cincinnati did it in the second half of the game. Yep. Remember on the 19-play drive they went on? They only mm-hmm. got one penalty along right. the way. Dallas had a penalty. Cincinnati had no penalties. Dallas had 12 men on the field. And if I'm not mistaken, same thing happened in, in the Washington game. The one touchdown drive yeah. they had, they drove the ball down the field yeah. and they had no mistakes. No. And if you can do that and play mistake-free football, yeah. that might be a way to, to neutralize right. this defense. You you find a way. If Dallas gets you in in like long yardage situations, they You're kill done. you. Right. If they if you play if you're medium to them or stay ahead and don't get penalties, that tends to be a little bit more problematic for them. And here's the other thing to note right now: a 
opponents are averaging five yards per attempt on the ground against the Cowboys. If you can sustain it, mm-hmm. there's something there for yeah. you. You can make, you can move the ball, but you just can't you can't have penalties. And and once they run into a team that can do that clean, they can play yeah. clean on offense. That's going to be a problem for the Cowboys. I they got to prevent they got to prevent Matthew Stafford from being throwing interceptions and stuff. There were a couple in the in the San Francisco game in the red zone. He should have had one that was intercepted there. I mean, he he will he will give you the ball. And, but I have a feeling that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna try and run the ball on you in this game, and I think they're gonna run screens. I think whether it's screens to Cup or to these backs they're, or Higby, they're going to run screens to try and keep you from rushing. That's going to be their form of a running game, too. All right, we're going to take our final break. We'll come back. Brian's got a little game for us. We'll have a little fun here in this final segment. We'll be right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. This sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Back to the break. If you just don't have enough subscriptions in your life, NFL Plus can give you another one. Live, local, and primetime regular season and postseason games on your phone, your tablet, game replays, and more. Go to plus.nfl.com and start your free trial for NFL Plus today. Yep, and it's a good thing, too, if you got want the all I miss 22. working. I miss working with you guys getting that. Getting a nice little yeah, and I have to, have get to pay free. for that now. Yeah, <laughs> Derek yeah. used to hook me up. Yeah, we do have we do get a few of those codes every year. I got so many people asking for them now. Can't get to you, Brian. But yeah, maybe okay. next year you get to me early. No, no, I'll pay. I, I I don't mind paying. It's a good thing to have. It really, really is. All right, let's jump back in, Brian. You got a game for us? I do. Game? I do. You remind me of that I was old. I had an old man moment there for a minute. Uh, <laughs> I do. Let me pull the game up. I have it here on my phone. Uh, just feel free to talk among yourself okay. while I do this. Sure. All right, here we go. We love like games. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, just for that. Yeah, sometimes I forget what I'm doing on the radio. All right. Uh, all right. What I've done is the Cowboys have had to run through several guys that have been backups this year. 
mm-hmm. and backups. And you know, usually you're kind of like, ah, you know, I don't know, I don't know how this is going to work out. What I would like to know is, give me a letter grade, and give me a reason why you give your letter grade too, on these backups and how they've played, and. It's funny because there seems to be so many more on the offensive side of the ball as opposed to the defensive side of the ball. But give me, I'm going to say a player's name, give me a grade as I go around the room. Amber, I'll start with you first. And uh, give me the grade and, and give me the reason why the grade. Okay, here we go. Uh, Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith. How he's played for you. I would say, uh, you know what, A, A, because. One, being a rookie. Two, the different changes that he had all throughout training camp without being like completely certain where he was going to play. Then all of a sudden, now he has to play tackle and be your starter. The amount, yes, he hasn't played every single snap like completely clean and mistake-free, but I think he's done such an amazing job so far, and he's kept it at minimal. I think uh, one of the issues for him going into the season, or questions, I would say, was the penalties would he be able to stay penalty free and i think up to his point like he hasn't necessarily been a problem right. in that aspect so i would say what did i give him a give him an a. a yeah and he's missing the plus but he he got an a Derek, i would i'm not going to give him i'm not going to put him on a curve i think he's yeah. he's a good player i would give him a b minus um, i think he's played well i think there are still some areas for development I think there are some plays that you notice from him where you're like, ooh, and you ooh, you may have gotten away with one there. Like those kind of moments that pop up that maybe didn't get caught, but you know, like that was not a that was not a good rep for him. Um, I think there's still some development to work, but uh, for him to work on. But quite frankly, like he is he is definitely the left tackle of the future. There is no question about that, and the fact you found that and you feel good about that. Uh, I think is is what the story really is. But I give him a B minus. Yeah, I give him a B. I think he's been good. Uh, he's been really solid. There's some things like you see, and then you know, but but there's but I think he's you know he's growing and he's he's doing he's doing a really nice job. But I don't I don't agree with the curves as well. Uh, grading on curve. I mean, if I was a teacher, I mean, you can't do that. You grade it for what it is. So I think it's a B. But um, I, I expect we'll be sitting here later in the season, and, and it would be an A. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And by yeah. next year, I expect yeah. for the next five to seven years. Yeah. He is consistently A, 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 A. You yeah, know. I went I went B plus on him myself. Okay, Nick, I'll come back with you. I'll okay. swing it the other way. How about Noah Brown? Noah Brown, I'd give a, a B plus. I think he's been a good, solid receiver. Um, again, and not off of expectations. I wasn't expecting him to be like that. Um, he's he's he had a game where he was an A plus and won the game for them. Um, but he's he's been he's been really good. Not, not not the guy that would take take away number one, you know corners that have to go and find him. But I think that for the role that he's playing, I think he's been really good. Yeah, I give him a B plus as well. I I, I was kind of like maybe a B. But I think what you said there at the end, like he, just what he was able to do, that the A plus game yeah. is what gets him up to a B plus for me. Because there was one game they don't win without him. Yeah, Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, they don't win that game without him. So I think in, from that respect, I'd give him a B plus. But he's been really good. Again, really good. Yeah, B plus uh, as well. Um, if it was based off expectations, yeah. I would probably give him an A plus because yeah, I yeah, did not yeah. expect him to be anything that he's been so far. But another thing, it comes down, and I saw someone on Twitter comment this. It's like, you guys are basing your opinions or analysis on a guy that 
he didn't necessarily like he's now getting those kinds of opportunities therefore he can showcase what he can really do i don't think that's fully true because right. we have seen him in other occasions and he hasn't uh been that guy but i think this year yes he's he's doing what i did not expect him to do and i thought the cowboys were not going to be able to survive this first few weeks at the wide receiver course while they were waiting for Michael Gallup and Washington to come back. I gave him an A myself because I, I, my, I, I, my expectations were every year we kind of see him have a great training camp, but he's, he's backing it up. He had an opportunity mm-hmm. last year. I mean, he did have an opportunity. Cedric Wilson played better than him, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's why Cedric Wilson was able to get what he went. Okay, Ambar, back to you. Donovan Wilson. Yeah, he, he, B+. Plus. B plus. Um, I love the guy. You know what? Give him an A. I feel good today. Give him an A. He. I just love him. I love the way he plays. I love the the passion that he has. The the way that he's not afraid to make those tackles. He just needs to work on some of those things to kind of be more thoughtful on his moves. But as soon as he cleans that up, and I think it'll just come with a little bit more experience, but once he cleans that up, he'll be an A-plus player for me. Derek. Yeah, I'm, I I want to give him an A-plus because I look at how he's played. I look at the fact that he is a— Hell, he might like, be better in curse. Like right now, right now, he is doing yeah. a lot of different things yeah. for them. He's making a lot of it plays that, that I think they need from him right, right. now. The only thing that's a, a, a knock at all is that I don't always think he's the smartest guy when it comes to— some of the things he does well, he during play after vision, play, yeah, vision, just yeah, yeah. I just I don't think he's always really thinks about the game the way he needs to. That's the only knock I have him. But even in those situations this year, I don't know that he's killed him with that, yeah. and that's what makes me still say I kind of think I want to give him an A plus. He's been as good as anybody on this team through the first four weeks. Yeah, I'd give him an A minus. Uh, I think that you know he's since he's been the starter. They're they, they're undefeated. Uh, the game that he didn't start against the the Bucks, he got a pick off mm-hmm. the, off uh, Tom Brady there. Uh, I think that he's come in and done a great job. And the fact that I'm not saying he is a even a poor man's Troy Polamalu, yeah, but he reminds me of of that mm-hmm. safety because there are times where he's back there in a blitz, and there's times where he's 40 yards down the field. There you go. He guesses right a lot, yep. which means he's he's instinctive and around the ball. If he can clean up some of those over reckless, over, reckless, yeah. over aggressive yeah. penalties yeah. Yeah. that that, really that, that maybe yeah. you will never get out of your system if you're yeah. going to play that way. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah. And know? maybe that's a part of why he's able to do yeah. all the other things he's able to but, do. Is but he's yeah, I think reckless. he's he's yeah. been good. This isn't based off expectations. It's based off a guy that's come in yeah. and and the defense has gotten even better in three games. Yeah, I went A- minus as well there. I think you're right about it. I think everybody does a really – you guys painted the picture of what the player is. I'm just Okay, how about Nick? How about Jake Ferguson? Um, I would say a again. This is not an expectation thing. I would say probably a B minus. I you know I he's been good in the preseason. I thought he was really good. He caught everything they threw at him. Yeah. Um, you know I, I thought they held their own when when Schultz was out, and then they, they did a nice job. I mean he nothing has has gone backwards with some of these injuries, but nothing too flashy either. Um, I'm thinking about you know. I'm not thinking about me bringing home a B minus because there would have been a party, but I'm just saying <laughs> for most people a B minus would have been like, hey, good job, you could do better, yeah, you could do better, keep it up, but but I, you know B minus was <laughs> that was pretty good, high five. Oh, wow. 
No? No, not in my house. Huh? Oh, well, we're still here. I mean, no, there's a party at Melo shoot. No question about that. Miles, the, I would give him a B, and and the reason I give him a B is because I think for the role that they've given him, I don't think they've really asked him a ton to be that guy downfield for them. But what they have asked him to do is block, and I think he's been really good. Okay, as a do this for me. I'm sorry, I should have done this. Put both the guys together. Put him and him Hendershot and Hendershot together as one player. As one player. as one player, I'm stepping up into the A A minus range because I think the both of them together, and this is gonna sound. It's only been four games. I get yeah. it. But they certainly are making me think. Well, that's what we're think, doing right now. Yeah, they're I mean, really making me think, like, once this season is over, if this continues as it's going, I would be shocked if Dalton Schultz is back here next year. I think he can command a higher yeah. number on the free agent yeah. market than what the Cowboys would be willing to pay we'll him. They have those two guys. We'll see what happens when Dak comes back because yeah. some, some guys rely on different parts of the game. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, I remember there was times, uh, you got to go back and look, when Aikman left and Aikman was hurt, Novacek didn't have great games. Never. Um, but but he but it was just more of like, that's what Dak would focus on. So Dak might get back in. You'll see Schultz's numbers but go up But that a also more. is, again, that goes to my point. I think that's going to drive him out because I think the Cowboys are going to look at it like, do we need to pay him top-of-the-market money? Because I do think they think that he plays like he should be paid among the top tight ends, but they would probably look at it and say, our two young guys, we think we can get the same thing out of them for a lot less money, even combined for a lot less money than what we can pay, and I think that drives them to the free agent market. How about you, A.G.? I would give uh, A-, minus and I th- just they've been doing everything that the Cowboys have asked them to do in a good way. And I remember during the draft, I was looking at, at film and all that, and I'm like, uh, eh. You know, Ferguson, I was like looking at his stuff, I'm like, eh. But then now he, when he got here, he started making those catches. I'm like, okay, especially at your backup position. You need those guys, someone that can block. Anyways, I know we got to go, but no, A no, minus. A minus, good. And the final one is Cooper Rush. <laughs> A plus, 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 plus. Yes. He's, That's all I got to uh, say. Gotta, <laughs> stickers everywhere. Stickers just pop, 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 pop. Yeah, the full paper full of stickers. <laughs> A minus. A minus? Yeah, just because, you know, but he's getting better every game. His numbers are getting better. They're kind of leaning on him a little bit more. Uh, I don't think he helped them. I don't think he was the the, the reason they won the, every game, but he's certainly not the reason that they've been losing it because yeah. they haven't. Yeah. And so uh, you got to give quarterback credit for that. Yeah, I give a-. him. I give him an A A minus. Uh, it's it's more about the fact that I don't think they're asking as much of him as what they put on Dak. Uh, but it does make me question, like, should they put that much on Dak? Right. Yeah. Maybe they right. need to. Yeah. And, yeah. and maybe you get a little bit more out of Dak by not asking of him what and I think Dak is. Him. I think Dak has asked that, too. If you yeah. look yeah. at some of the quotes, I think Dak has kind of mentioned yeah. that, yeah. too. Like, it's not, it doesn't have to be this difficult. Let's make it simple. Right. So, Thank you guys for playing. All right, Thank you for that game. That was interesting. That was fun. We'll get back to uh, some more talk tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow we're going to jump over to the Los Angeles Rams. I'm sorry, Los Angeles Rams defense. Defense. That's the part that that can be a little bit tricky. We'll, a little play, tricky. we'll talk about their defense uh, versus the Cowboys offense. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, and Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been the break live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!